Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host. And today's quote of the day is by Tori Birch. Sometimes women entrepreneurs are their own challenge in terms of believing in themselves. There's no need to apologize for being ambitious. I love that quote. And today we're talking about women entrepreneurs with Mary Dougherty. Mary is the co-founder of a Connecticut nonprofit that's Mission is to combat misinformation and promote pro-science policies and legislators. She's also the director and licensee for Big Connecticut. Big is a women's empowerment group that provides women the inspiration, community, and tools to propel their businesses and lives forward. The goal is to add strategic locations throughout the region over the coming months to the already Ridgefield, Mystic, and Danbury, Connecticut locations. There also, I believe, a launch in Reading set for next month, so we'll have to ask Mary about that. She loves to empower entrepreneurial women with local, regional, and global network of like-minded, supportive members of BIG. Mary is also a brand partner for an emerging premium athleisure line, Savvy, She's creating brand awareness and helping to launch the line while providing opportunities to women to start their own micro franchise. Oh my goodness, we have so much to talk to Mary about. Welcome, Mary. How are you? Oh, thank you, Heather. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. I was very excited to do this show because, you know, we share this passion for entrepreneurship and, and actually that's how we met. So when did it start for you? When did you realize that you were an entrepreneur? Oh, yes, that is how we met. I remember having coffee down at that little coffee shop. Yes, exactly. That was it. And um, for me, I grew up with parents that both owned businesses. They always did. And um, that's all I ever knew. So I always thought I would end up here. And I have. (laughs) <laughs> That's wonderful. Now, do you do something specific to kind of cultivate that mindset or is it just it's intrinsic? It's just who you are. I think it's intrinsic just because of the way I grew up. I went to conventions with my parents and I heard Lee Iacocca talk about the importance of distributors with my dad's business and all these different people. And it just became intrinsic, I suppose. Oh, that's amazing. What a gift. So you have started a few businesses over the past couple of years. So what inspired you to start them? Oh, yeah. And I guess each one has a little bit different of a um, of an inspiration. But I, as you know, we met and Big is a, a, an organization that you've been a member of. Mm-hmm. And um, that to me has been just a pleasure working on the last few years. And when I had the opportunity to become a licensee for the state of Connecticut, obviously jumped on that, Um, loved promoting women and and entrepreneurship and bringing people together to connect them and provide them the tools to help them grow. So that was a natural thing and something that was just, I felt like built for me. So that's been just a pleasure. Um, As far as the science group that I'm in, um, I have a very good friend and we started this nonprofit not long ago. And we have a mission. We have we were inspired by a lot of the misinformation out there 
and a lot of the toxic, um, you know, um, I guess, conversations and, you know, attitudes between people like disagreeing about things and putting mm-hmm. out things that aren't true. So we want to correct that and bring the science community and the public a little closer in some areas. And we're building a platform to do that. Love it. And then, yeah, that's certainly been fun. And, and we've connected with some um, super professionals that are working with us that are helping us do that. And it has just been a pleasure. Um, and then for Savvy, that fell in my lap. That wasn't something I was looking for because I was focusing t- so much on these other things. But with Savvy, it, it, it's a new company. And it was one of those things that for me, being on the ground floor and building a brand in a, in a market that's exploding like athleisure was just a no brainer for me. And the vision and the marketing approach just spoke to me. So it's been something I can absolutely fit in and have really enjoyed doing. I love that, you know, because I think that we are women, we're well-rounded individuals. We have lots of interests. And and when you are able to incorporate who you are and what you love into, into what you do for a living, it is a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. And it is a pleasure to be able to work in something that does inspire you. So I thank you for that question, because I do feel inspired every day. And I love that. Oh, that's wonderful. And now I know we've spoken specifically about the optimism of the impact that women-owned businesses will have on the world. So do you have some specific thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would love to. I love this topic. And I think we, first of all, to set the stage, we've come such a long way. You know, in 1972, 4% of small businesses were owned by women. Now 42% are. And, you know, the global trends, more women are starting businesses than men now. So we just keep going. But one of the big things and why I'm so optimistic is, you know, the surveys have shown and, you know, one in particular done by Visa not long ago, that women founders reported very consistently that pursuing their passion was at the top of their motivation for starting their business. So when you're pursuing your passion and it goes beyond just a product or service and you're really looking at that big global thing and what drives you, that changes the world. And women are changing the world through their ideas and their contributions. And that's why I think that they'll continue to outpace the men in, in, in building these entities and changing things for the better. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on this. And that inspiration, that, that deeper meaning and purpose, you can see it, you can feel feel it, it oozes out of them in the energy like you and and me and all of the women from big. It's just, it really helps the businesses thrive when you are doing something that you love. And coming back to big, now you come across a lot of these female entrepreneurs. What do you think are the top things that determine their success? Mm. That's a, that's a really good question. I, um, think about this a lot. And, you know, it, it, it drives the programming to some extent. And I've talked to a lot of people about this. And I think I would narrow it down to two. I would say mindset and systems. And why I would say that is, you know, the brain, we're learning so much more about that. But there's so much good research out there now and strategies for how you react to things and how that makes such the difference in your outcomes for any type of goal you're trying to reach. So when you're focusing in the right way and you're visualizing and you're, you're reaching for those 
dreams in a, in a, in a way that's healthy and in a way that is in a way that pulls you forward toward your vision, you, you're bound to be more successful. And, you know, we're doing two programs on in, on our big platform this month in July on mindset, because it is so important, especially as we're coming into a new season, you know, we're emerging from the pandemic. It's going to be a new world out there, new markets, new possibilities, getting everybody in that right mindset and teaching them strategies to do that. We have a couple excellent um, women um, from big speaking on that. Um, and then systems, Heather, I think that any business, a system is so important and it has to be simple and it has to be something you can tap into each day as opposed to just coming into the day kind of chaotic and kind of doing what you want. If people that have systems built in have automated things to make things easy and to really maximize their time tend to do better. Oh, 100%. Well, when you were talking about the mindset, you were certainly speaking my language because that's what I do. But the systems, when it comes to running the business, not just what we talk about, right, but running the business, the consistency, the, the, to be able to provide the service or product that you have in a consistent way while um, maximizing your time, I believe was the way that you phrased it, I think is incredibly important for women like you who are doing multiple things. You need to be very aware of not wasting your time or anyone else's time, right? That's right. I, and I, I think we've all learned the hard way with some not so good systems. And as mm -hmm. you start to learn this and you start to put things in place that move you forward faster, it really becomes so necessary. And, um, that's one thing I think any anybody in business needs to learn really fast. Yeah, you know, well, let's take the other side of it. We started out with the good stuff, right? What determines their success? Let's look at the other side. When uh, when women are growing a business, what aren't they thinking about that they should? Do you have a little nugget for someone who's an entrepreneur or maybe thinking about going into entrepreneurship? Yeah, I think that... I yeah, I, I think a couple things, but I think the biggest thing is tapping into networks. I think sometimes you get so busy in your system and so busy in your day to day that you don't take the time to, to intentionally network. And I have seen with big being a part of this for so many years, the advantages that gives women, the, the contacts, um, the connections between other women, but not just to transactional to do business with them but to learn from them. I mean, because when you're at a meeting and you start talking about things and the ideas start flowing back and forth, we get ideas on how to grow in different directions. Mm -hmm. And I look at like, would I have been able to work on the science group with the intention and in, that, that I've had if I hadn't learned all the other things in, in, in the entrepreneurial groups that I've been in. So I think being in at least one, but I know I'm in more than one. Um, I think it's very helpful to have that tribe and those people that are cheering you on and, you know, that support system for learning and growing. Oh, I completely agree. Now, I know that there's something that you're known to do for the women at Big that empowers them. So what is it and why do you prioritize it? Oh, yeah. Um, well, one thing, as you know, um, being in big, when we have speakers, we like to promote them in a big way to the community. And we make sure we get their name out there and their business out there in a very systemic, um, um, wide reaching way. And we have plans in fall to take that up another notch, not just for the women that are speaking, but for our members, because we really believe that 
anybody that's starting a business needs exposure. And that's one of the biggest things people want. They don't want even just exposure in the network, but outside of it, because it takes people, what is it, like seven to 12 times just to see it before they really consider doing business with you. Mm-hmm. Um, getting names of getting our members, our speakers out there so the community knows who they are and what they're doing is important. And that's something that I think we're doing pretty well in Connecticut. You do a great job of that, Mary. Definitely a, a forte of yours. Now, you know, I would love to ask you, the show's called From Fear to Fire. So I always like to ask my guests, have you experienced um, a challenge or a fear in your entrepreneurial journey that you learned something really significant from, something that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, for me, I think that a big fear I had at one time, perhaps, you know, before going through programming of yours and before going programming at big was really just understanding how to put yourself out there into the world and how to market yourself and how to really understand to share your gifts with the world. And I feel like I've really got that now from the programs that I've taken from the fear to fire, you know, all your podcasts, they focus so much on sharing your gifts, finding your talent, reinventing yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've appreciated that because that's how you have to think as you evolve, you have to think about how to reinvent. And that's something that I didn't get as much before. And I appreciate all the inspiration and the stories that you've put out there of entrepreneurs that have done that and have kind of just pivoted and taken a new direction that helps people like me figure out how to do the same thing as different opportunities have come my way. And um, your podcast and your courses that I have engaged in have taught me a lot in that respect. Mary, I swear, listeners, I did not ask for that. I wasn't wasn't fishing, but thank you. That's very sweet of you. But I have definitely seen, you know, you have been coming alive with the things that you're doing and the way that you're impacting your community. It's been so beautiful to watch. And let's talk about how that has impacted you with your athleisure line and, you know, I guess maybe start with for anyone out there who's not familiar with that concept and then talk about how you're helping to pioneer it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a big word, right? Pioneer. It's kind of like, what is that? I think that it, the interesting thing about this particular opportunity is just the newness of it. Um, something that first of all, I relate to athleisure is something that I'm in every day, you know, working from home a lot of the day, shuttling kids, um, all those things. I, I also am pretty, pretty adamant about the gym many times a week. So for all those reasons, I'm in athleisure. But I think that being at the beginning of something is so exciting. Um, And I'm in a company that's in pre launch right now. So what that means is we haven't officially launched yet, everything is still being figured out, what the core line is going to be, what the direction is going to be. And you know, uh, there's this vision being created. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is something I just love. So when this came down, and I saw what they were doing, the kind of designs they were creating, and the opportunity to be in first and the opportunity to be in that creative stage, that ground floor. It's harder in some ways because people don't know what it is because they kind of look at you. But it is a lot of fun to be on that ground level and help 
other women that want that kind of opportunity too, to kind of be in at the beginning and have that opportunity that being in first provides. Yes. And you know, it's beautiful. I've seen the pictures and it's absolute beautiful stuff. So now tell me, you mentioned the phrase um, brand partner when you started out talking about the different types of businesses that you do. So for those out there who aren't really sure what that is, can you tell them what a brand partner does and when you do it and anything related to that? Yeah. Yeah. Brand partner is so simple. That's what I like about it. Brand partner is really being a connector. It is, you know, it is something that women mostly do as a part-time. They might have another business, another job. So they don't have 12 hours a day to do this. They take an hour of their day perhaps to do it, but we have an app. We have, even though we're in pre-launch, we have an app. So I connect people that are interested to my app. And just like Nordstrom would have an app or Bloomingdale's, I do that. Or if somebody is interested in a business opportunity and might want to look at it as something they want to be involved in too at the beginning, I can connect them back to the brand and to our groups that help them figure it out if that is for them. So that is my main job. I love it. That is so cool. I mean, it sounds sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It is a lot of fun. And our launch is in Austin in September. And I cannot wait for that because it's still so small. You know, I mean, right now, I've been in bigger organizations, but right now, it's still a very tiny thing. I mean, there were only 2000 tickets sold to it, which, you know, might sound like a lot, but really not. This is um, a national, you know, brand right now. And it will be a global brand soon. That is the plan. That's fantastic. And you know what? I love that things have opened up enough for you to be able to go to Austin and do that launch in September. That's fantastic. So now, you know, if people out there, if there's a a woman out there, maybe a busy woman who is thinking, oh, this sounds kind of fun. How do you assess if that's kind of the right fit or how do you help them assess if it's a good fit? Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. I think that there's, um, you know, a lot of preconceptions to this type of business. And there's a lot of like blocks, like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't do that. Or maybe some think, oh, yes, that's cool. I could do that. And if you do think that, I think, um, you know, talking to somebody like me or another brand partner that you know is the way to go, because really what you what I think you look for in, in any business that you start is what is the market? Is it a growing market? Is it that kind of thing? And in this case, athleisure, you know that women's athleisure is the number one selling online <laughs> apparel item. It's women's athleisure. Really? And it just, it, yeah, and it just, it, it keeps growing. Even though we're getting out of the pandemic, we still, I think, have a penchant for comfort and style meeting those two things. Mm-hmm. And it uh, shows this potential. So if you like that, and if you you know, you like connecting people and you like connecting ideas and you like beautiful designs. I think those three things are huge. And for the people that are women that are maybe particularly ambitious, I think that being a global brand is a big deal because I, you know, any guru that you listen to that talks about creating wealth or those types of, you know, growing, you know, your financial portfolio having something where you're making money when you actually sleep is a, mm-hmm. is a prerequisite to all that. And if it's you, a beautiful you, thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. That's right. And like, you know, I know that I know, you know, being in a business like this before, you know, where we had, you know, representatives over in Australia 
they could be growing and bringing, you know, people into, you know, the business. And then when we would wake up, you know, we would have made money by doing that. And that is just kind of the power of a, of, you know, this type of residual business. So that's something for women that, you know, if they're looking for that, but I think everybody's looking for something different and it's always good just to talk about it and look at your options. And that's what I always do and kind of go to those few things that are important to me and see how I could fit it in. Yeah, I think that's important to understand what it is that you want, the lifestyle that you want to create. And then, like you said, just ask the people who know, have the conversation. That's one of the things that I loved about Big that sounds really exciting about Savvy is that it really has to do with that network. And we keep coming back to that, right? How can we have the conversations? How can we support each other? How can we keep this um, inner entrepreneur going and sparking within the other women that we meet, right? Yeah, I think that that's right. I think having the conversations and building the connections through networks or personal relationships is the way to the way to grow, I guess you'd say, because there is an abundance out there. There's so much opportunity, especially right now. I think as we come out of this pandemic, we've been a bit locked for a while. It, things are going to explode in a really good way. And there'll be a lots of opportunities out there for people. Oh, I agree. And I just am so excited about it. So, you know, I would love for you to share how any of our listeners could get a hold of you. If maybe you can share the website for big, or you had an, uh, a really interesting giveaway that you had mentioned to me earlier. So if you can give them some information about that, and then also if it's any website that's a little bit too long for somebody to write down if they're driving, we'll also put it in the show notes too. Oh, oh, thanks, Heather. I appreciate that. Yes, I think that that would be a great one to go to the bigconnecticutregion.com website. Um, we have our, you know, programs for June. They will switch to July here real soon on there. And there's a place to contact. And I'm the one who gets those emails. So you can certainly contact me on the Big Connecticut Region website. Or the email for that group that I am current often on is bigconnecticutregion at gmail.com. You could always send me an email that way too. Um, Excellent. And then you had a giveaway? And, oh, yes. And I have a, a limited number, but I do have some codes. If anybody would like to try Savvy Athleisure, I have $25 off codes, which is pretty significant on a piece of athleisure. If you see mm -hmm. a $50 sports bra, you can get it for half or, you know, whatever, whatever. But if you would like to get in touch with me, I'll connect you to my app. And um, I can get you that code um, to give you a discount on your first purchase. So, yeah. Ooh, that's very generous, Mary. I appreciate that. So as I told you, I warned you this was going to fly by. So we're <laughs> now closing in on our time. So if you could share your final words of wisdom, that thing that you really want everyone to leave with, what do you have for us today? Oh, boy. I just think that, uh, well, first of all, I'm, thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. And I guess I just hope that um, more women that are listening to this and men, of course, I don't, I don't discriminate, but really do look for things that they can create and invent and do it with purpose. Because I think that the purpose and the passion that we're building businesses and causes with 
is changing the world. And I see it every day in what I do. And I encourage anybody who has that idea to collaborate, join groups like the one I'm in and bring it out there, get it out into the world. I love that. Thank you so much, Mary, for bringing your ideas and your inspiration to us today. Those of you listening, check out the show notes for those links and connect with Mary and share it and leave us a review if you love it. We'd love to hear from you. So everyone have a beautiful, fiery day. Bye-bye.